2: Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake. what you need the key, tell me
3: why.
2: I never wanna hear you say
3: I want it that way. Wait.
2: I want it that, Wait.
4: that way. Oh boy, we are. That was whoop, that was good. Hmm, was it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think we made people's ears bleed it on that so one. so much better In than our, head. the options that we were doing before we got Yeah, to that's that a good song. point. That's a good point. They didn't <laughs> see did we all that. They doing this? We peaked.
4: That was the
2: peak. Okay. Well, well I also, so when low. we
4: jumped into the chorus, I was like, ooh, we normally just stop it as early as we can, but we really took the song all well, the way. Because like, uh, I liked
2: the octave change because we weren't going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't going to make it.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, hello, everybody. You are watching slash listening to the Command
2: Zone podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy Wong. How is it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. Today... We're going to be talking about Modern Horizons. It's a new set that's coming out in a couple of months, and it's going to include some reprints. So we're talking about the most wanted reprints in this set. And because it is a modern set, and we happen to know a modern expert, we have our good friend, Alex Kessler from the Masters of Modern Podcast here. Hello, Alex. Hello. How are you guys? Good. Good.
3: How are you? Welcome back to the Masters of Modern. I'm your host on that podcast. Was it hard Alex for you to Kassler. not break in with your so
2: intro? <laughs> I'm your other music, host. Music,
3: music, music, ben, and... ben. Oh man, the music, music, back. music. Yeah, I've kept that alive. Wow, you just started singing. That's kept so the funny. Music alive. That's
4: what will we turn the music into actual singing? If you guys don't know, back in the day, we would just go music, 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 music. Hey everyone, how's it going? And then start the show because we knew that there would be intro music, right. even though we. And didn't then we started
2: make... singing music, and now we are at this embarrassing moment where we sing. Was that Backstreet Boys or was that NSYNC? That's Backstreet Boys.
3: That
4: was Backstreet. Backstreet Boys. Oh, come on. Whoa,
3: sorry, whoa, whoa, sorry. Whoa, whoa. It was, yeah, Jeez. I mean, oh, we all know Backstreet Boys collectively better band. NSYNC has Justin Timberlake though, so that's like sure. I didn't even know who was in which one to tell you that. No, uh, Justin
2: Timberlake is not in. The now Backstreet I know. How So we've got we've got Kessler here today because we're going to list a bunch of the reprints that we want reprinted in Modern Horizons. Modern Horizons? Modern Horizons. And Mm. Kessler's going to tell us how crazy these desires are, if these cards that we're going to mention are even possible. Because you know Modern well enough to be able to be like, no, that would break the format.
3: Right. Like, What's interesting about this set is you have so many... Like rules and restrictions of what could be in modern that right. you'd want to be aware of, because anything
4: printed in this will become legal. Correct,
3: in and that's such a big limitation that Wizards isn't going to like swing for the fences and do some cards that are like you know. For instance, we're not getting mana crypt. Yeah, yeah, we're not yeah. getting mana crypt. Right. Okay. Or soul rings not going to be printed into. But if you want to get aim. a mana crypt,
4: oh, oh, that's right. You can go ahead and head on over to. The best lead in ever.
2: Look, I literally Alex looked, is here and we just my,
4: fall apart. My <laughs> eyes went wide. I was like, Oh my gosh, we have to do this. Man, the people looking for the time code are just gonna be like, uh, yes, it's gonna be even later now. <laughs> just Open up calendars packs. <laughs> Head on over to cardkingdom.com commands and that is our affiliate link for the show if you want to buy cards like Mana or some of the cards that we think are gonna be reprinted. If you agree with us, you can buy other cards because these are gonna be reprinted. Yeah, don't soon.
2: buy the ones we, we're hoping are reprinted because if they get reprinted, <laughs> they'll be less expensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so buy the ones that Alex is like, no way they reprint that. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. here
3: to help you. On that, That's
2: and right. when you buy those cards, you're going to take them and you're going to put them into an Eclipse sleeve. That's right, or some other Ultra Pro sleeve. You're going to put it into an Ultra Pro deck box. You're going to play it when you draw it on the game. Throw it at your opponent. Out onto your no, we don't throw cards at opponents. <laughs> <dogs. laughs> onto your Ultra Pro Playmat. Ultra Pro, another great sponsor of the show, and they really do keep all of our content flowing. And the last way to support the show is at patreon.com
4: slash command zone. Those are our direct supporters, the people that we love the absolute most. Not saying we don't love everyone else, but we love them a little bit more. That's just how it goes because we get to involve them in our lives as a community. We talk to them on Discord. We do polls. We talk, you know, it's just community stuff. It's great. You can head on over to patreon.com slash command zone. We do one special thing to them, to them, for them. We shout out one lucky patron every episode.
3: So this episode is dedicated to...
4: Sante, Sante
3: Sabatini. Ooh, I could say that. last Sante. name. Sante. cool last name. You rock. Yeah. One of my favorite restaurants in Hong Kong is called Sabatini's. They have a mariachi band. It's Lux probably owned by it's the Sante's same family. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. It's San- Italian. Wow. They should get free what a service coincidence. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's really
3: expensive, but they have really good
2: lasagna. Oh, I bet.
3: <laughs> uh, you know, Kong I want to say places. I've been
2: looking at a lot of patrons lately because we've started to go over the audition videos that everybody oh, sent right. in because that uh, – that deadline just passed, so now we're going through them. It will be probably a few weeks, because there's a lot. There's literal hundreds of them, but we are going through them, and we are going to pick one of you to be on Game Nights. So. That's right. Another yeah. special reason to join the Patreon. Okay. okay. Uh, so we're going to talk about Modern Horizons, but I want to make a disclaimer at the start here. So full disclosure, none of us sitting here at the table know anything about Modern Horizons. We haven't seen the cards yet. We know nothing about it. I want to put that out there because of Game Nights. Sometimes Jimmy and I do get to see cards early, mm-hmm. but at the point we're recording this, we know nothing, so this is all speculation. We we have the same knowledge that all of you out there have if you've gone on the internet and like looked at a couple of posts about it. So yep. um, five l- basic lines. Yeah, let's like big spoiler reveal on this <laughs> and two cards, right? And two mm. cards. Yeah. So let's go over what Modern Horizons is really quickly. Here's what we know: it's going to release on June 14th. It will have 254 cards total. 249 of those cards. Are New to modern that means they are not cards that are currently legal in modern. This will be a combination of reprints and Brand new cards designed for the set. Wow. Non-modern reprints, right? That's what I'm saying All the reprints in the set are reprints that are not currently legal in modern So for instance, they cannot reprint Tarmogoyf as one of their reprints. That's currently legal in modern So the reprints we're gonna ask for that we're hoping for in this set are gonna be stuff That's maybe legacy legal, but not modern legal right now. It's basically stuff this is a simplification but stuff that's before 8th edition right correct yes okay All it way. could have been reprinted since 8th edition in which case it would be modern and legal and then it can't be but that's that's a simplification um, you'll notice there's a discrepancy 254 cards in the set 249 new to modern cards a lot of people have taken that to mean that there are five cards that are possible to be reprints from modern but it's not those are the five basic lands in the set well those so are think, reprints yeah, yeah. yeah. five modern. most powerful cards ever printed yeah i'm just saying like <laughs> a lot of people i saw online when i was sort of looking through this that some people were speculating like so they could reprint um you know ah, Tarmogoyf they because hours, they've got five yeah. spots in this. no those are the five basic lands um
3: we That's don't a whole know. episode. What five cards, if you got to choose five cards to be those modern reprint cards, would they be?
2: Vidokanori, 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 Vidokanori.
3: Tarmagoi, not Leyland. Tarmagoi.
2: No.
4: Tarmagoi for Common. Tarmagoi <laughs> <it> for Uncommon. <laughs> <laughs> Tarmogoyf in the token
3: slot. Going. Why do you want
2: Tarmogoyf? You can get one for like I'm 40 going. bucks yeah. right now. It's the cheapest it's been in uh, yeah, that's its true. existence. Man, other I remember than like when it was through the roof. All right, all right. Stay on, stay on track, gentlemen. Um, stay on target. <laughs> I'm going so, <here> to distract. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to having Kessler on the show, everybody. Um, yeah. Some So of our best we, and worst episodes. Just kidding, Olivia. <laughs> <Wizards well, does, laughs> I'll take best and worst. <laughs> Wizards does not. They no longer announce the MSRP for the paper product. So mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. know the price of the packs for Modern Horizons. However, they did announce that on Magic Online, the price per pack will be six ninety nine, which is generally the price that they put on Master sets. That was that was what
3: Ultimate Masters was yes. online, yeah. So, which was more expensive in paper than it than other Master sets.
2: So the guess is it will be around the ten dollar mark, but it might be slightly over like Ultimate Masters was. Um, that's again, it's just a guess because they don't announce MSRP anymore. Okay, uh, there are two cards yep. from the set, and these are the new cards that haven't existed before that we know are in Modern Horizons. So Kessa, wanna... uh, what? before we read this card, I want to know from you, when you knew that
4: this was happening and you could see two cards that were going to be introduced to Modern, Like, did your heart skip a beat as a Modern player,
3: uh, aficionado? I, it was very early predicted that this was, was going on. It was nice knowing that people were right, I guess. Yeah. And then the cards that we got, I thought one of them is really, really, really cool. And it's the first one we're going to talk about. And the other one is a character that I've wanted to see in card form for a really long time. So I think that was really exciting. That's um, cool. But as far as like impact on modernized format? Uh, they're both fine. But nothing like groundbreaking. No, not, nothing that we've seen so far is going to like
2: modify the format as we see. Of course, today. this is only two cards out of 250. So... No. Yeah, still yeah. still the, happen. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the first one is Cabal Therapist. It's a black mana, one black mana for a 1-1 horror. It has menace, but it says, at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, you may sacrifice a creature. When you do, choose a non-land card name. Then target player reveals their hand and discards all cards with that name. So... If you know you're playing against, I don't know, Tron, you like, could say Karn or something, right? Right,
3: like right now if someone plays a blue-red land and you play this, you can easily know the second on your turn to call anything out of the Phoenix deck and you have a really high chance of calling it. Like if I knowing what, the, or like they if they play a Tron They discard piece. the Phoenix, though. Right. Well, I call Phoenix, Yeah, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, or Faith. That's for <laughs> Modern,
2: <laughs> obviously. For Commander, this card seems completely unplayable because yep. it's too hard to know and they have too many singleton right. cards. And you're never getting two cards out of their hand, right? Yeah. So if they got Sweetheart.
4: <laughs> you do get to sure. sacrifice itself which is notable but if you, i guess if you have a lot of tokens and you and you know this thing isn't going away you could one by one take cards
3: out of someone's hand which yeah, also the, sounds awful. The one the one thing i s- thought that was interesting about the reveal is more the type of cards that they're excuse me that they're trying to hype up in the sense that like they are trying to offer tools to strategies that have almost been good. Right. It's oh, so, oh, never been a great
2: Aristocrats. Aristocrats.
3: deck, but it's always been almost there. There's never been a great black-white tokens deck, but it's almost there. And these are both pieces for that deck to kind of maybe get it across the board.
2: And so that's what I think a lot of the cards are going to see in the set are. Speaking of both, the second card is Sarah the Benevolent. It's two white-white for a planeswalker. Sarah has four loyalty. It's plus two. Creatures you control with flying get plus one, plus one until end of turn. Her minus three is create a 4-4 white angel creature token with flying and vigilance, vigilance, so create a Sarah Angel. And her negative six, her ultimate, is you get an emblem with, if you control a creature, damage that would reduce your life total to less than one reduces it to one instead. So it's worship. Yeah. This feels... Much more commander playable to me than yeah, the other definitely. one. Yeah. That emblem's pretty dang good, honestly, yeah. if you could get it up. And then I mean,
4: she plus twos it immediately, right? And then she goes up to six. If she doesn't die on you the first alter, turn, you it, can yeah. ultimate
2: and then as long as you have a creature, it's tough to lose. Not impossible, but difficult. Um And this is Sarah, a character you've really wanted to
3: see in yeah, well, for a long time. Like this was like this and Urza, I think were the before the last 18 months were the two cards I think people most often asked to get real cards of. I'm going to you kind of got Urza. Mic. And you kind of got Urza. Um, but he exists. He's a card you can have. Right. Uh, you, and can any so rank you can Richard own. So Richard Garfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
3: Wasn't like masked. Uh, there's like a, there is Urza as a card that's like a legend in some set that you can't oh, really? play. Yeah, yeah. He, but it's called like masked. Something and it's Urza with like a white with, like, a mask on? around his oh, head. Okay. Um, I, someone on the internet is going to be yelling at us, telling us what it is. And then Sarah. I'm used to those people. I, like, I didn't actually know that the, the gold figure behind the character in Worship was Sarah this whole time. And now I know. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a bunch of, now that they've shown her, like, and claim that this is Sarah, you can kind of go That's back and be cool. like, look at all the places Sarah showed up in old artwork. Where'd you get that information? The I, The internet. Really? I hang out on it. People are there like
4: you.
2: Just like people like you. (laughs) I guess I know
4: Vorthos enough to to get that deep into it, but
2: that's really cool. Okay, so let's move on to our main topic here. This is most wanted reprints in Modern Horizons. Remember, there will be no reprints in the set that are currently modern legal, so all of the ones on our list have to come before 8th edition and not have been reprinted since. They also won't be uh, reprinting reserved list cards, so no original dual lands. Sorry, everybody. Uh, And they're also not going to print, obviously, like, ridiculous cards like Mana Crypt. Yeah. Modern's a pretty... I wouldn't say
4: fragile, but it has the ability to flip on its head with the wrong card being introduced, right? Right, Alex?
3: Yeah, there's... Wizards doesn't want to break Modern. I mean, I think, actually, the thing I really love about this set coming out is up to them announcing it the modern world was really worried that arena coming out and being standard focused i see uh, you know obviously commander has its own popularity is i think it's the most popular format and limited Mm -hmm. but like where does modern fit into that and then they spent a good month time in this season being like no no no, with the mythic championship and modern horizons we're still committed to this format and we believe that there needs this format needs support and will exist um that's but
2: just like any set they produce i think You know, Commander is a big enough piece of the pie now that, like, they're never going to release anything where there's not something for the Commander players. And so I think we can expect there's going to be some reprints that, like, aren't necessarily there to affect. Modern, Absolutely. right? Because they're gonna have yeah. a ton of rare. Well, gonna be in the like set. a six, six man spell, be, right? yeah or something. I
3: mean, the so we know that the set where it came from was Mark Rosewater and someone else and I'm forgetting their name. Like during their hackathon, went to the sound like, we want to come up with a set that just is like off the walls. In reality, they basically are, we want to come up with a set that's time spiral too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh gosh. <laughs> and it has a high power level. And too. has a high right. power level that's yeah.
3: not gonna go into standard, but we want it to be really cool. So let's put it. And then eventually they came to the point that was coming in the modern. But that sounds much more like a set that they're like, this is for commander, or this is for cool. Formats right. not necessarily. This is for modern specifically. This is for not standard. That was just the limitation. That's not for standard. Yeah. Um, and then, um, well, that makes sense too. I think because
4: the thing that about standard that we saw like a couple of years ago is that they released there wasn't enough almost overhead on oversight on it, and they mm-hmm. had to ban a bunch of cards in a row. And there's no way for them to get something into modern or slip it into modern without it directly offending right. affecting what standard is too. And,
3: and I think part of it is also they wanted to start. Similar to Time Star Block, and with Dominaria, they kind of did this. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to reference a lot of old characters or come out with a lot of old stuff that's playable outside of Unstable. And this allows them to do that without having to go to those specific planes that those things took place on. Right. That's um, kind of what
4: Conspiracy was as well. Right, with- but Conspiracy or- or- took on Fiora. Cons- right, it's not a Conspiracy. I meant uh, Battle Bond. Which yeah, is yeah, Like yeah. this There's a new plane where people just come to battle, and that's what we're basing stuff off right. of. um Um, also notably because they do design for limited that's another point to yours josh which is like there are going to be cards that cost six seven maybe even eight mana that will be fun and Limited and good for Commander, but never in Modern, but oh, it's yeah. still a new card that they can print into the Modern without blowing it up.
3: I don't think it's possible for Wizards to print a 256 card set where every single card is going to be playable in Modern, right. even if they yeah. wanted to.
2: Right. A- at minimum. And it wouldn't like, be a good idea, probably. Yeah, because they do that,
3: like 600 of those cards are just going to be so overpowered that they're going to make half the format, not worth yeah. it anymore. That's
2: good news for us, because it means we're going to get some new toys, eh, and they're going to reprint some of our old toys. Right. Yeah. So, OK, let's go through the list here. Um, we've got 10 cards. We cheated a little on one. That were <laughs> the that Jimmy and I listed out as our most wanted reprints for Commander in this set. That and Alex, you're possible. here to burst our bubble or maybe give us some yeah. hope.
3: So uh, I do want to b- b- there's like a few things that I think to look at when thinking about cards, and we'll like apply it when we go through it. I don't okay. think anything that is too powerful for legacy is something that Wizards is going to consider printing into into modern. So I see. a good example of that is Strip Mine, where or even Soul Ring, where those are cards that it's banned in Legacy. It has been since I started playing Magic. Wizards right. knows those are too powerful and putting those in a modern if it doesn't work there is unlikely the other one is um cards that are in modern's ban list i think are weird for wizards to print into this set right no it wouldn't make any sense to
2: put like top or something people
3: keep yeah top or people keep joking about stoneforge mystic and then they unban it right beforehand which would be weird and then it doesn't follow the rule you said of its new cards i think that most likely those are like two things that are just like no goes
2: gotcha okay Right. Uh, so the number one card <laughs> on our list I think it's probably unlikely but maybe you never maybe. know I, Not yeah. with that attitude yeah okay so it is force of will force <laughs> of will is three blue blue for a counter spell but you can uh, discard a card from your hand pay one life and counter spell for free without paying the mana cost of force of will, exile, will the the yeah sorry the exile the card yeah. um, so it's it's, very the, <laughs> it's the free yeah. counter spell like there's a bunch but it's the best one pact yep. of negation in this no uh, days and Legacy, oh, sorry, yeah, in, and Legacy, yeah, yeah pack yeah, indication yeah. is the one that's legal in Modern, right. And right. in Commander, that's those are the two yeah, that we yeah. use the most. Although Days is competitive, Days will Daze get you, yeah, it'll get you. Um, <laughs> and there's foil too, which I used the other mm-hmm. night, which was awesome. But Force of Will is the big one and the really expensive one. They did reprint it one time in Eternal Masters. What do you think the chances are? It's it's kind of one of the spells that keeps Legacy in check, right? So so I would say there's three cards that make Legacy, right? It's yeah.
3: Brainstorm, Force of Will, and Wasteland. Yeah. And I think that Brainstorm and Wasteland are unlikely uh, because I think they're more defining of what the format well, is. they
2: banned every Brainstorm variant in Modern. Yeah. Right. I think <laughs> so Brainstorm, gonna, yeah, yeah,
3: it's not going to come in. And then Wasteland's debatable, and people have talked about it, and maybe Russian import is possible, but different conversation. Uh, and maybe later on the list. I don't know. Um, but Force of Will is more of a stopgap, And one thing that keeps happening in Modern is decks just don't have a good policeman. And Thoughtseize yeah. is no longer the card that does that. For a long time, it was Thoughtseize. Like Thoughtseize was the Force of Will of Modern, but now the format is faster. Discarding isn't that good. Getting rid of a Phoenix doesn't do anything. Not to mention a Hollow decks, One right, and right. Dredge. And, right. yeah. um, so the format kind of needs something like Force of Will possibly. And there's a real cost to it. Like Wasteland combines with other cards to do unfun things. Brainstorm com- combines with other cards to do two powerful things. Force of Will doesn't Will really combine with anything. St- Stops people It makes yeah. blue cards better,
4: <laughs> right? And um, your card advantage yeah. engines aren't as good in so, modern, right? So discarding the, or exile in the force of Wheels actually could be yeah. Potentially it's more of a cost, actually. more of a cost. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the question with force of will to me is more: Does wizards want how? Of offense are they swinging for? We know that the best card in the set is blue. Like they said that on the stream that they were thinking of which card to reveal. They pointed out one. They're like, oh, I don't want to reveal this the best card. And then it was also said in that sentence that that card was blue. Oh jeez. So it could be force of will. There's other best blue cards. Blue is. It could be a new card too, right? A new card. Yeah, yeah. 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 It could be force of will too, which is you have to discard two blue cards or something. You know, who knows? Uh, I mean, hey, uh, I, blue, I like blue. what you said there, though. Yeah. <laughs> How
2: big are they swinging? Because putting force of will in here would be a risky move and. Generally, on the first one of these, they like to be a little bit more conservative. Well,
3: sometimes, sometimes, like conspiracy, they weren't conservative as they were with the second conspiracy. Right. Uh, well, True Name Nemesis was the big. But that,
4: well, was, that was from, was no, it was Commander, oh, was Commander. right? What's right. the
2: card from conspiracy that's super risky?
4: Leavolt's from two. Yeah. But that's not risky necessarily.
3: But I don't I think see. they well, were risking breaking a powerful. I think, I think they.
2: Th- the conspiracies that, themselves were. The first right. time
3: is where they put a lot of eggs into a basket because they don't know if there'll be a second one.
2: Right, right. So I like.
3: See. Uh, conspiracy One had a lot of really cool conspiracy ideas. I think it was all of their conspiracy ideas. Right. And then when they had to make a second one, they're like, oh, okay, let's add color activations. It was um, way worse, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I played with you guys hundreds of games of Conspiracy. Yeah. I played two drafts of Conspiracy yeah. Two. Mind you though, that one time was I got I learned LaCroix how great it was. And so now I've been on that train. So <laughs> that Conspiracy Two LaCroix. gave me LaCroix. Uh,
2: okay, but, okay, let's let's rewind but back here. on the yeah. So back to force of will. I like what you said because it sounds like you're like, it's possible. It's yeah. not like crazy. Let's do a thing here at the end of each of these cards where on a one to ten scale, ten being a, you think it's very likely, one is right. almost completely unlikely. How much do you think force of will falls on that? Like are we at a, like a, a 4 are we at like a 6? Like where yeah. are we Are here? we at like a so I you say there's seven. a chance? 7? I think it might be at an 80. So you're saying there is a chance. So you actually think it's,
3: it's I think it could be I think it's it decently likely. Yeah. I think I think wow. it's the obvious card to put in the set. It's the card that is safest to do that. It has been reprinted recently so enough times that it, it might be less expensive than yeah. it normally would I be. I hope so,
4: yeah. Um, but and every modern player in the world
3: now wants one. Oh, that's true. Well, it's but actually, that's true of every. Oh,
4: wait,
2: wait, wait. Force
3: of is also Wait, did this just price. reframe
4: the
2: entire episode? I think it actually would make Force of Will more expensive.
3: Yeah, oh, no, no. Sorry. Any card they reprint in the set that's modern playable, it becomes more expensive.
2: Not necessarily. Yes. No, no, not necessarily because it depends on what rarity they print. And it, it depends at and on how good it they is print. But you. if it's Mythic and it will be, with force yeah. of will then there won't be enough of it if them. Well, a card is printed at common fine but even
3: with old like for instance tarmogoyf went up after modern masters 1 and 2 it took till the third time to go down because people would open it's one mythic. it's mythic it was mythic but yeah. but even like Manamorphos has been reprinted and is now 40 dollars Yeah, yeah like they go back yeah, up yeah, yeah. they go
2: back up i think in the short term i think of a good example i think immediately force of will actually gets more expensive oh, 100% like, so not the, not the, like short term even falls a good
3: example is uh the checklands so the checklands before we knew they're going to be in standard. We're all like a dollar to two dollars. They get printed in standard. There's a standard's worth of check land cards now available to people, but it's now five. And it's because every standard player. Needs. needs four and now every modern player is going to need four force of wills and they didn't have to have it before now force needs. wills and like some other cards wills. on this list i just think up. your list is powerful so all of those are cards that could be in the rare to mythic side of well, the of course, coin right. it's commander we don't yeah, play yeah, not yeah. powerful cards remember how okay. we said like i think carrion feeder goes down remember American how we said masters. don't buy
4: the cards mm. we're going to talk about there is a chance that you may want to pick force will might cards. just
2: become a little bit of a buy it's expensive uh, it's already yeah. geez. Uh, it already because oh, people any any of
3: the obvious cards that could be in this set have spiked already but you so think, think, according, if you according think, to Craig, my yeah, guy who watches card prices? Yeah,
2: okay. All right. All right. So we got an eight out of a ten, maybe a seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half out of ten. It's pretty good. I, I think like That's very there's good, obvious
3: yeah. reasons they wouldn't do it, but there's a lot of good reasons to do it.
2: Okay. Uh, Jimmy, you want to take card number two? Yeah. Card number two is a card
4: that commander players would die to have more of, a hundred percent, because it was only printed once.
2: Oh, it has gone up. It's like forty-five dollars. It's gone up yeah. so fast, and I, it wasn't even. It was what last year?
4: I mean, I want to r- run the tape on what we said when we saw this card originally, but we I immediately it. bought like twenty of them. So I was like, Those every
2: white deck I ever I make will have this card. I did that with Smothering Tide recently, but I should have done it with this card. Yeah, I did it with
3: Arc Phoenix. It was great. <laughs> I was drunk in Dallas. I bought fifty copies of it at a dollar.
2: Wow, <laughs> good call. Hey, you're smart. Uh, <laughs> uh, you should never do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was a mythic that was a dollar. It's and like going like, to the grocery store, store when you're hungry. You good cards. Yeah. The
4: second card is to Protection.
3: Two and a white, basically you
4: and your entire existence phase out until the beginning of your next untaps. Or next, yeah, next next upkeep, I believe. Beginning
2: of your next turn, because you sure, do yeah. untap. Right, so, right. Yeah.
4: during the phase phase, which is not a real thing, but that's what we used to yeah. call it. Yeah, so this card is obviously Instance. extremely powerful for Commander. Um, it's basically a get out of jail free card in
2: white at instant speed. Not just that, you can use it offensively because you can right? stack it, cast Armageddon, hold maintain priority, to Teferi's Protection, yeah. I'm out by the time Armageddon resolves. Yeah. That's a mean thing that's happened to me a few times. (laughs) A few times? (laughs) You didn't play a GPLA. Um, Ah, (laughs) Yes, this is an extremely strong card, and it's from a commander set, so this Mm -hmm. is not something that's from a normal set. Do you think a card like this would even do anything in modern? So that's... (laughs) my
3: worry of why it wouldn't be in this set is I don't think it's that... I mean, I think it would be powerful. I think people would try making it work. Like, there are much less powerful cards that people have tried making work. I don't know if it would do anything. And phasing specifically is such a weird mechanic that I don't know if they want that in modern.
2: Right. Um, oh, I it's, see. It's,
3: it's, my, my worry about this card is less on power level because I think it's fine. I think it's more that it is...
2: That's uh, your game designer self, though. But correct. as far as, like, your modern sensibilities for, like... Is it a card that would, in some way, be like?
3: I don't think it'd be automatically xed off the list. It's of like, not we problematic. Can't no, no, no. It's not from a power level perspective. It's fine.
5: Oh, but interesting. Like, yeah,
3: yeah. to be able to do something like you described, a Armageddon doesn't exist. B You'd have to get above like seven, four ten, mana, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and so like that doesn't really happen. As a cool fog, it's great. But um, fog doesn't see play. I'm guessing. I wish it did. I love fog.
2: <laughs> There's <laughs> no fog modern turbo have, fog. Yeah,
3: no. The uh, turbo fog deck no, ends the, the, with the I production. Extra, I guess. extra oh, turns. Oh, yeah, so, extra, so you're right. playing. You're playing like Giga drows is the, probably the best. And, well, no, no, Cryptic Command is the best fog in modern. But you're
2: right because you don't need to go away for multiple turns like other players. Mm-hmm. The fog yeah, yeah, is yeah. the same as this right, in one v one. Yeah, that oh, makes yeah. sense. Um, I'm learning a lot about modern today, guys. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm here for. So okay, but. You have make a good point about phasing and whatnot. So what would you put this on a one to ten scale of possible reprint in the set? Five. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think it's totally possible. I would have said at like the fact
3: three. that it's forty dollars yeah. and it's totally fine to be in modern and Wizards is going to be looking for cards that are gonna be exciting for players but are also not too powerful for modern and I mean like- if
2: you print this at rare in this set. Commander players are now way interested in this set. I also think sure. this is a card that'll go down.
3: Yeah, like the the specific cards that'll go down are cards that won't see play in modern, like but are commander expensive because yeah, commander right. players only need one. You're right um Yeah. No, right. no, oh, no. Jimmy
2: needs twenty. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> I need like two or three because I've only got two. You uh in the market? You looking to buy? <laughs> Not for forty five dollars. Uh, <laughs> we'll wait to see
3: what, if it's reprinted buying? One thing I will say: I'm more excited about commander cards and like conspiracy cards right. coming into this set than I am about legacy cards. Conspiracy cards? Yeah, conspiracy cards, commander cards, battle cards. Oh, I see, Yeah, it. I'm more right. excited about like the more modern
2: new cards yeah. than
3: I am for older legacy cards. Partially because a lot of- So del- you're more
2: excited for Teferi's Protection than Force of Will, basically? No, not that sentence. Oh, okay. But
3: uh, I am, I, it's, yeah. she is not on your list, but uh, I am most excited about Cass being in the set than any other card. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's just because it has your name. Well, absolutely. well also it's Snapcaster Mage every turn. Yeah. Also, it has the weird problem that there's no non-foil printing. So for competitive play, she's. Oh, very hard to play. Yeah, because uh, it, it could be a large card. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah. She, there's like a need to print her. She's not too powerful or modern, and she's the best card ever printed in Magic.
4: We're talking about Kess, by the way, which Just is uh, <laughs> also gave you were the person that did the spoiler review yeah, yeah, for it. The they were like, part. "Hey, yeah, yeah.
2: this name has his name. Let's let him preview it. Isn't which, Wizards cool? That is amazing. The best
3: moment yeah. ever. Yeah. And then yeah. that was not the last time I was on the guy the podcast, but the last time before that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, go to card number three here. Uh, we're gonna have to move a little faster, I think. Okay. I think it's easier as we... Three is yeah. Sylvan Library. This is a very old card <laughs> from Alpha. It's one in a green for an enchantment at the beginning... Or on your draw step, you actually draw... Three, three cards? cards. Three cards. And then you put them all back... Or sorry, you put two back and keep one. Or for every card past the first one you want to keep, you pay for life. So you can keep all three for eight life. Draw three cards, yeah. take you also, eight life. You also get to put them back and then do that again. So if there's a card there you just don't want to draw yet, you can just keep not drawing it for a few turns. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good and pretty expensive. I think it's around mm-hmm. $25 or Green so. Green, sense sized divining top. Yeah, yep. basically. Um, which me- leads, that sentence leads me to believe you probably are going to say no, that yeah, there's not. no way this could happen yeah. because so top is banned in modern.
3: There's three issues. There's the top is banned in modern, and part of that, the reason for that is not even power level, but it's the fact that Miracles. top... Ru- well, no, yeah, Miracles is the power level issue, it and then uh, Counterbalance right? Right? is the other big one. Yeah, Counterbalance. The fact that you can lock people out with Counterbalance softly with top, but the that's not why it's banned. It's banned because tournaments no longer work.
2: It just takes forever. Yeah, it's
3: because, like, people yes, just think so a long. good top player will do fine, but there's a thousand bad ones in the room, and all yeah. of them will go to time, and then every turn you can... Top, uh, I didn't find the card, but I have to think about it. Is this card? To, okay, no. Okay, I'm gonna fetch, get another one. Mm, not that good play. Sylvan a has fetch. a
2: little bit less of that because you can't it, do it on it other could, people's yes, turn, but it still has, means. it suffers from that. So there's there's that. And then the other issue
3: with Sylvan is the it's old and old cards have weird rules wording. Yeah. And the fact that you oh. draw three cards instead of looking at them has ripe cheating potential that has always been problematic with the card, even in Legacy. Right. And that's, if I was gonna, print cards for elves which is where this would go. I there are better cards that are less bad for tournament organization and like not getting people DQ'd accidentally than gotcha. the silver library. It's also two mana draw three cards in green which I think is too good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so on a 1 to 10 scale? 2. Two. Uh, okay. This is though. I will
3: say, wizards could just decide that they want to swing with the fences on this one as two. This is uh, like. Couldn't you but, do like Sultai Death
4: Shadow with this and just immediately get to just yeah right. nuts yeah yeah, yeah. Death no yeah, yeah.
3: A, I think it might be a one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. The, yeah, Death Shadow seems like it's oh yeah, great, cause you're uh, just like I want to take the damage. Yeah, I'll take and eight yeah. and draw three cards. Fine. <laughs> I'll fetch.
4: Uh, okay, but nine
3: nine on turn three.
4: <laughs> Next card is one that's also been reprinted recently, but again, huge impact in
2: commander. It's Toxic Deluge. So this is let me uh it's two and a black all right. for a sorcery and when you cast it you pay X life and then it gives all creatures negative X negative X until end of turn. Mm-hmm. So very effective board wipe. Yeah, it's a very cheap board wipe. I think
3: the death shadows issue here is the one I'm most afraid of, the fact that I can like Six, minus ten, 8 ten, and keep my death shadow alive for the turn and then your board is going to be wiped and that combo might feels like something Wizards will Oh, would your death shadow strong. always lives, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not always. there's, not there's always, ways for it to not. If you minus because it doesn't oh, go yeah. negative. Oh right, right, Eventually, right. So if you, if you minus, minus thirteen, 13 or above, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. But
2: I mean, if you minus eight 13 or or yeah, twelve yeah. or less,
3: it's always gonna live. Um, That's
2: kind of crazy. And then you have to
4: be at that life though for the death show to even be on the battlefield. Right, you have you to, you to be at be one. Super so, low. So so yeah.
3: minus anything more than negative eleven, negative eleven kills it. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, yeah, okay. Or and you, you die. And you, yeah. One, yeah, one or the other. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. But
4: regardless, you could still be like, turn you know, It's still great with it, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You can turn one Death Shadow, turn... Wait, no
4: you can't. Doesn't it just die immediately? You, sorry, you you
3: would turn three... You would, you would Toxic
4: Deluge exactly to the total you want and then play Death Shadow yeah. for the biggest
3: impact, yeah. Well, normally, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just... You can get Death Shadows in the play without this, and then after it's in play,
2: go. Back. That's what okay. I'm saying. You can play it once it's already in play, and then...
3: Because you can... Yeah, you can... you can uh, Negative eight yourself. Shadow ra- right. Wraith. What's the Wraith that you can cycle for minus two life? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just call it Cycle Wraith. Cycle, you can Cycle Wraith twice, and then fetch for three damage to yourself, and then you're able to play it, and then you can Wow just go on. Um, Nuts. The other reason Toxic Deluge... I think that Pernicious Deed is more likely, if I had to pick a card... In the uh-huh. world that's similar in power level, because less exciting because it's not as expensive. It's not yeah yeah yeah. yeah for, for, right for c- was at one point it's it was still expensive. good yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, I think if you were to pick between the two, which was more likely, that one is
2: more more fair. It's this it's CMC based yeah. rather than yeah. life based. Yeah yeah. Uh, okay, so that on a one to ten scale, four. Okay, that's a four. I don't think
3: it's too low. Yeah. Okay. I'm using the Ben Bateman scale. He gets. He's gone on a rant recently, and now I've I guess picked up on it. Where like people give movie ratings only things between five and ten. Yeah. They um, don't like. They no one gives it a four. Way. So mm-hmm. he gave Dumbo a five, but he liked it. Because <laughs> sure. the movie was like <laughs> medium to mediocre. Isn't
4: that like a six if you liked it? Five is like I was impartial, and then below five is like and I, I started to dislike it. it. it yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Maybe right. his default setting is like. We are taught that by social media. That is my default setting. I generally like things before I don't like them. True.
2: Well, then you're really going to like the next card on our list. But before we get into that, it's time to take a quick break for a message from our sponsors.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue. You find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.
2: All right, and we're back. We're talking about all the cards we're hoping get reprinted in Modern Horizons. Jimmy, what's the next card on the list? It's Cabal Coffers. This is a land that helps you tap for way more mana,
4: depending on how many swamps you have. I believe it's three to activate. Tap in, you add black to your mana pool for every swamp you control. Two
3: to activate.
2: Two to activate, my bad. But you have to tap the Cabal Coffers so also. Yeah, so it's
3: kind of like... It quote, takes quote, quote, you three, three lands, yeah. yeah. Three lands. Uh, I think this card's totally fine in Modern. Won't do anything? There no, No, it would do something, you would no. play this card. I mean, it, it would be good. Would but they but do, it, do the Urborg thing? Like, it's yeah, they do the herborg thing. It's kind of perfect in the sense that it like would be good in a strategy that's been on the borderline this whole time. So ah. that's the
2: type of thing that wizards may want to encourage. Um, There's not a ton of decks that are like ending the game with like seven lands in play, right? So it's probably not creating a ton of mana mm-hmm. in most games. And most
3: you're getting probably net. Five off of it like I think that's and, and then, then you're getting that seven and you're gonna do a lot of yeah, work to yeah. get to that play but like Model Black Devotion is a deck like that's always been borderline that people want to be better than it is and this is another tool for that deck and I can see wizards doing it the question on this is just like how many lands are in this set and will they even remember Cabal Coffers exist but I think this would be a card that I would say oh they know it exists
4: Okay. Do you think they'd do a cycle of lands if they were to do something like Cabal
3: Coffers? Or is that just too risky at that point? Oh, like doing a cycle of Cabal Coffers, one for each color combo? That would be sweet. That would be sweet. Do like what are the other? There's
2: not Urborgs in the other colors though, so they'd yeah, be quite a mind. bit less good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm well, just well, saying, like, like, like it'd be sweet to have a white one because green Cabal coffers would be amazing. Yeah, just because they have all the red scenes. and white can, both uh, need. Well, you just play four Rampant Growths in, and the just, yeah, like, that's yeah. what i well, well,
3: Greens, greens
2: busted, X's. and the red
3: one would be really good because Valkut decks exist in Modern, so you would like be those decks already want to play with every card is a Mountain X. Right. Yeah, like true. they're playing all of the green mount the forest mountains in the game because they just want to be able to val easier. And then I don't just think they'll do something off.
2: as lazy as make a cup coffers for every color, though. It just seems kind of boring. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd like yeah, it for them cool. to that. That would be exciting. Yeah. I, I could see them doing one in a set and then another one a year and a half down the road and then eventually doling right. it out. But I don't see them going like here's four lands in the right. set, you know. The cool the coolest theory I've heard on this,
3: and they've said something similar, they don't know if they do it, but them attempting to start finishing the allied sorts. Yeah, that one, oh. that was a cool theory. That like honestly, they can no, Where, yeah, I and the swords a aren't that powerful in modern. In modern, they're fine. Yeah, but, like and too bad because abrupt decay exists. Right, they're a lot of mana, and like they're way too powerful for standard. So right. it, it's kind of the perfect place to put them. I see. That would be cool.
2: Okay, so yeah. one to ten Cabal coffers. Uh, eight, seven.
3: More partially, just I think wizards might forget.
2: (laughs) I promise they won't forget because we've literally had conversations with them where they asked, "What cards Uh, do commander players want to?" So they have a list somewhere that I've typed for them, and it has Cabal Coffers on it.
3: So maybe less points (laughs) because of how many lands do they want in this set, and is this going to be one of the ones they prioritize? Right. How exciting is this of lands they could add, as far as power level concerns? Nine eight. Like I don't think that would be sweet. Okay.
4: All right. Well, the next card on the list is Dak Faden. This is one that you actually uh, came up with for mm-hmm. the show. It's, well, you guys
3: had no red cards, and I was disappointed in you. Well, yeah, let's just not talk about
2: the
4: general power level of red.
2: Because <laughs> uh, red cards tend to be not that expensive. Yeah. It's fair. Or good sometimes. There's, that's one. Well, for this one, one. And, yeah. Listen, that's a red-blue card. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah.
3: actually the best red-blue card ever printed. I'm Challenging the world on that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm not ready to have that argument. Let's read that
4: back for One yeah. a blue and a red for a three loyalty planeswalker. Dak, plus one target player, draws two cards, then discards two cards. Minus two, gain control of target artifact. And, of course, the emblem, minus six, you get an emblem with whenever you cast a spell that targets one or more permanents, gain control of those permanents.
2: I've never, ever seen it, Ultimate, but... Me neither. Mm-hmm. I see it in yeah. a ton of decks, and it's awesome, and just stealing an artifact is so good.
3: Well, that's like, it's it's plus gets much more powerful in Modern, while it's minus gets worse in Modern, right. which mm-hmm. I think is interesting. Right. Uh, the thing to remember about this set is it was locked before Phoenix was ever a staple card in Modern.
2: So they didn't know to, like, Discard. uh-oh, be careful about cards that help that. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: we don't want to put looting effects or blue-red effects. So that's something... Like, that was... We had an episode where we were doing the top best card in every color combination on the Masters of Modern that comes out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and deck faded in one Synergy. blue-red. Um, <laughs> and... Um, but one of the conversations was on the cascade effect. So, so um, what's the blue green cascade creature? Agent. So, Shardless Agent is a card that everyone's talking about being reprinted in Modern Horizons. But how soon did they lock the set towards when Bloodbraid Elf was unbanned? Right. And I don't know that. I don't oh. think they publicly have said that. But if it you was. You don't think cl- they can change
4: a couple of things
3: past those cards becoming banned because it's so long before it goes to print? There's a moment they can't. I don't know when that moment is, and they might have unbanned Bloodbraid Elf early enough, knowing they're like, "Oh, let's see if this is okay," and then we can see if we can add Charlie's agent, or I was see. it like after the fact? And then the Charlie's agent was just like, right, "Charlie's right. agent is better than Bloodbraid Elf." That is a strong statement that I'm willing to at least make right now for convenience sake. And would you print a better Bloodbraid Elf if you're too afraid of Bloodbraid Elf being in the format? Right,
2: but um, when was Bloodbraid Elf uh, unbanned? Last uh, last, last February. Yeah, last February. Last January, right so proto- only right like thirteen proto- months ago. Uh, yeah so That's my guess close. is that they it's
3: close it's like yeah not, my guess yeah. is it's
2: probably not quite yeah. enough time.
3: it was when, when Jason was unbanned
2: yeah So okay back to Dak Faden <laughs> back to Dak Faden yes. so probably the looting effect it's not as scary to them when they lock the set Yes. Is there yeah, something yeah, yeah. else about it that would then be scary to them? No. If it's not that, then It's not
3: stealing artifacts. If anything, they want more versatile cards in Modern artifacts. that can... Like, one of the complaints about Modern classically is, there's too many things that I have to be able to stop. How do so I find want, room for my rest-of-pieces right. and stony silences? And... Dak Faden is a, oh, because this one card just randomly hoses artifacts so I can focus on the graveyard.
2: And it does other stuff it, yeah, in case well- I'm not playing against artifacts. So the question is, is how good mm.
3: is three mana
4: double Dawe looter?
3: Two. And is that too good? I would assume pretty bottom? good that people are going to be flashing back uh, I mean, faithless looting for right. two in a red. I mean, right? it's
2: pretty good now, but they didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And I would say that this is a card, I think this could very easily be the second Planeswalker. I, like, I think of all the Planeswalkers they could add, all the ones that say Commander, they could be your commander are unlikely. I yeah. think they don't want cards yeah. that say this can be your
2: commander in this set. They don't want it in sets that aren't commander focused. I don't right. think, or yeah, yeah. Battle Bond or Conspiracy, maybe it makes yeah. it too confusing. Yeah. Too. Well, because
3: those are like meant to be like legendary focused. Yeah. yeah,
2: and this one is very
3: much like this piece of text is not going to matter in this draft format or and or it's modern. named after yeah. that <laughs> format. Yeah,
2: <it's>, it says <laughs> modern in the name of it. Yeah, uh, that totally makes sense to me. So one to ten, Dak Faden, seven. Oh, pretty high. Yeah, yeah. That's I pretty think, high. Force of Will is actually our highest card so yeah. far, or most likely well, on our list. I guess there has to be a lot of so conversation I- around
3: it, yeah? Yeah, yeah.
2: So iconic. It'll sell the set for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, yeah. It'll
3: sell the set. It'll it's, change Modern a lot. It'll change Modern. I don't know if a lot is a strong word. It, it just definitely makes it different. Hmm. Okay. That, that's kind of my point on it is that I mean, you card, obviously know
2: more about Modern than I do, so I'm not going to fight you gonna on be, that. It's going to be very, <laughs> very good in the format.
3: Like, don't get me wrong, but you don't have Brainstorm. You don't have cards that you want to... Play it's it'll be interesting to see how Force of Will because Force of Will's biggest effect on Legacy is a card that has blue in its converted mana cost or its cost is just better naturally because right, you can discard it. The Force, yeah, like, yeah.
2: oh, well, this card I could always play it because, worst case, I'll just discard it. To right. Force, Like, yeah.
3: I don't know how good Baleful Strix is in Legacy if it doesn't have blue in it. It's a really good card and one of the best cards, but that's partially because you can always discard it to Force maybe, of Will, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: okay. yeah. All right, let's move along here to number seven, and it is really study this is two and a blue for an enchantment and anytime one of your opponents casts a spell if they don't pay one then you draw a card it's the famous you can pay one for that you can pay know one that. for that you can pay one everybody's everybody's favorite my new favorite is you gonna pay two or do I get a treasure? Yeah. <laughs> Smothering tide. I've had both of them on the battlefield uh, wow, one time that's now. It's so annoying. It's super annoying. Um, even I was annoyed by myself. <laughs> okay, sorry. So Rhystic what you Study. Think? Yeah, what do you think about this as a possibility? Is it, it's so principle? Two, I think
3: power level wise it's a it's it'll fine. do nothing, right? Nobody it's, will play it's it. It's a nine or a ten. You could yeah.
2: discard to force. That's true. If they print both.
3: No. <laughs> it is blue. Yeah. It's a card that just gets
4: progressively worse as the game goes on, right? Yeah, I think, I think it's you,
2: tapping out for it three mana nothing. to do yeah. nothing is not good. In a format with a ton of one and two drops, too. Yeah, right? you the never want
4: to tap out on three. Like the comparable,
3: like a three mana enchantment that people cast in modern that's good is Blood Moon. Right. Okay, Because it's and like, hey,
2: I win sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: And this card doesn't do no. that. And like, uh, I guess comparable cards, because it's, like, one of the reasons it's powerful in Commander is you get four people's turns worth the people oh, true, true. trying
2: to pay for it. Against one-on-one. Actually, when you get down to one-on-one and you still have Ristic study out, it's not there. very good. Yeah. Like, I'd yeah. rather play
3: Ferexian Arena or Jace or any yeah. other repeatable, and a baby Jace, not, not 4 mana Jace. So. so you
2: think it's totally fine power-level-wise. Is there any other why. reason you can think of that it wouldn't be reprinted? Because this would, another card like Tavarius Protection, I think, that would single-handedly make Commander players excited about the set. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, the only thing I can think of
3: being problematic is if it's terrible to play unlimited. But that's something I don't know because I, I, I think in I one on
2: one, it. it's totally
4: fine. Yeah, I think it's yeah. fine. No, I mean, yeah. I, think, more just I don't even like, think you play that card most of the time on the one on one. Yeah. Like, if it
3: was Mystic Remora, it'd be a different story. But sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, I, it, like the only your complaint is the one thing I can think of that's problematic about it. Really, yeah, I, guess I don't think unlimited thing, is a problem because right. yeah, so, yeah, it's just it's like, not going to come up. You got to pay extra. In fact, if anything, it's better because now you have to pay attention on their turn. Yeah.
2: That's true. It'll make you a better player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So one, one and out, a out of 10.
3: On oh, yeah Study. Uh, w- like how confident am I it's going to be in the set?
2: Well, possibility wise it sounds like it's... Possible it's a 10. It's a 10. Like there's absolutely no reason not to do it. Nothing not to do it. Okay. Um, so, but like, yeah, the rest is all up to like the limited environment, what other Raiders are
3: like, yeah, exactly. Race 6 seems like a good
2: example of
4: the perfect kind of card to print into the set safely.
3: Yeah, because it'll be fun and Limited. Like, people like that card. People will try playing it. It'll also teach people that it's bad in 1v1 that people, like, forget not having played with it since it was in Standard. Yeah. And it's so
2: awesome in Commander. Yeah. They think it's going to be, yeah. Um, and kind of with Teferous Protection this is a better card than
3: Teferous Protection because it doesn't have all the rules baggage of phasing attached to it so it's like this card makes people excited in Commander it's fun it's cool it's iconic and it does nothing problematic in Modern and And it
2: it just takes up a rare slot it wouldn't have to be a mythic it's an uncommon isn't it uh, they'd put this at rare though yeah. wouldn't they I don't know I think they would I think yeah. they would too well un- I knows?
3: think they could be an uncommon I think it'd be fine
2: as an uncommon hmm. interesting well, uncommons in,
3: it, it- in master sets uncommons don't depreciate commons are the thing that really will just wreck your price as an uncommon you'll bounce back from that if you're worried about like people's collections will become worse I
2: mean, right right I see I would also say it's possible. There's a draft archetype where it's particularly good if there's some kind of stacksy archetype or mm-hmm. something like that. That's yeah. like making it harder to pay the one, and you can kind of eke out advantage. It's possible.
3: Blue white stacks
2: in a limited format. <laughs> I, they could have some, a, yeah, a couple yeah. of them. No, right no, no I like, want that. Good old yeah, norns like annex. They could have like a thalia and a something yeah. else, and yeah, then just yeah. be like, okay, this is a what are you, yeah, thing you, you have, can try and force will. You have yeah.
3: uh, like they. This would be weird if they did this, but what's the three-mana artifact that has taps? Turn th- No, yeah. taps things down, and then every turn it taps one thing less. Oh, uh, in String Bridge? It's, no. No. Oh, uh, it's got fading on it? It's got fading. Tangle Wire? Oh, tangle Wire. Tangle Wire. Yeah, yeah. Can, I don't think they'll print Tangle Wire. I think that's too powerful, but like those type of effects exist. Right. And I can definitely see them printing, like the one thing that we have no idea to predict is what type of like Cabal Therapist like cards. Right. They print right. Tangle Therapist where yeah. it's like.
2: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> All it's the new like cards are happening. therapists. Yeah. I
3: love it. <laughs> I'm sad. Uh, one joke that's good about uh, is that it can't be a human because the deck humans exist. Like the one thing we're not going to see, like humans might not exist in this set. <laughs> just because they don't want to make that deck it's so good already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, humans are like, like just every t- creature type human is problematic.
4: Right.
2: All right, let's go into card number eight here. Okay. Yes, this is Mirari's Wake.
4: Three a green and a white for an enchantment, and it says our creatures get plus one plus one, as well as whenever you tap a land for mana, add another type of mana uh, for whatever type that land tap for. I do not write the rules text on. Uh, he also didn't read it; he just did it from memory. Yeah, but basically, you you add double your mana, mana and I mean your creatures get memories. plus one plus one. Yeah, yeah. it's an anthem.
2: Uh, it's it's a ten nine. You don't think it's problematic at all, obviously. From a higher level perspective, it's A five mana do nothing enchantment. Yeah.
3: It's exciting. I mean, it won't do nothing. Like, I think there are decks in there that would try playing it. Really? I think it's, like, not unplayable in modern. But I think it's, like, not, like... There's ramp decks, like, like red-green Tron is a deck that exists. And right, Doing right. like a red, or like a Naya, sorry, not red-green, white-green Tron is a deck that exists. Well, this is also more
4: ways for people to play Emrakul, right? Right,
3: yeah. There's like different things you could do with it. Getting 10 mana the turn you on tap with it is a lot of mana. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> uh, 12 true. 12 mana technically, so you can play most of the Eldrazi. So I think people will try making it work. It also, it's not a do-nothing. Like when it enters play, that's it, it pumps your team. And that's a thing that is relevant. So it kind of is like a little bit of a Planeswalker. Um, in the sense that it does two different things that are both powerful. If Sarah has a chance to sing play, this does. Um, but I think it's fine. Like, I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything about it that I'm like, oh man, that's terrifying. Force of yeah. War is way more terrifying. Alright, sweet. Okay. Uh, by good. the way,
4: everything that's been three mana or up has been like, nah, it's okay for the most part. Yes. Unless it yeah. deals something exactly with like a deck in a format like uh, you know, Shadow.
3: Colorless things
4: are terrifying
3: that are expensive. Right. So like, because Tron exists, anything that can make, anything that you can cast for seven colorless mana, that's Costed With to be powerful. a seven drop yeah. is very, scary. Yeah, yeah. Um. But and then anything that would go into like Eldrazi Titan decks or Amulet Titan decks uh-huh. are things that are like like you know my not Mind's desire the they copy your spells. Hive mind. Hive mind. Uh, like uh- Hive mind is a kind of card that that deck <laughs> plays because it's a, so that type of effects are really scary that can like win the game. Yeah. But this is just good. I mean, I what's the new green enchantment that untaps lands every Wilderness turn? Wilderness Reclamation? Like, it's not that much better than Wilderness Reclamation. Yeah.
4: That card seems, like, absurd. I, I, yeah. I've seen I think it.
2: Wilderness Reclamation might be better eh. in
4: something like Modern because yeah. you play it and
2: then you protect untap, it. Untap, yeah. Yeah, you untap right yeah. away. And, yeah. and if you play two, fun.
4: oh my gosh.
2: Okay, uh, we got two more cards, kind of. Number nine here is Aura Shards. Mm-hmm. That's one of green and white for an enchantment, and any time you have a creature enter the battlefield, you can destroy target enchantment or artifact. So... Ten just seems fine. Yeah, totally, it seems fine. Totally, yeah. totally fine. It's a do-nothing Because you're only bringing in <laughs> cards in,
4: to sideboard and modern against specifically that. So this is like a card that requires you to do more with it to even have it work.
3: So the two best... So the two best artifact decks in modern three, if you want to include affinity as multiple decks are affinity, historically are affinity and uh, like prison control decks. And those two decks are shards is good against prison control. I would definitely bring it in against them. I, yeah. think that, I don't know if it's the best option, but it seems What's pretty good. it on good. your deck too if you have yeah. a lot of creatures? If you have a lot of creatures. Humans if you a green, white yeah, like yeah. humans deck that needs something that's like repeatable, great. Um, so Playable uh affinity it's bad like i tapped out on turn three so that i my next turn <laughs> so i you can could stop your down. 14 yeah, 14, 14 to flying <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wait you have a blink mod nexus and a and oh <laughs>
2: i guess i'm dead, okay, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> um that's good news because the last three cards were all enchantments that are somewhere around the $20 and ones that I want I want them back and you want them in multiple of your decks right like that is just a a, they're all good cards so it's nice to see that those are all possibilities yeah Mm -hmm. I
3: think I think the biggest thing hurting them is how many do nothing enchantments is there going to be in this set right Uh, but like Mariah's Wake would be mythic like that is a mythic card if I've ever seen one Uh, Maristic Study I think could be uncommon and I think so could um, our shards?
2: Yeah, I'd be surprised if they put Ristic at uncommon. I bet they put it at rare. It'd be cool if it was uncommon. It'd be really cool. Yeah. They kind of
4: did that with the I'll arena, be surprised right? They did that. Did they print one of the arenas at, at uncommon? I don't know. Oh, not arena, sorry. Alter. Oh no, uh, that was rare. No, it was rare. Yeah. Oh, Okay. It my my in, brain uh, is a mush in, right now. No,
2: no, it was in uh, Ultimate Masters, right? Yeah, yeah it yeah, was. It was rare. Okay. 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 But it was a 35 forty-dollar card before yeah. that, and it just. I think that's like, the price again an of example of a great kind of
4: card. Would Phyrexian Alter destroy Modern? I think it'd be fine. Yeah. Uh I so think that's definitely a the sweet good. spot. Here. I think the
3: one that makes you two mana is too good. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, Ashnod's Altar. Like, the biggest question with it is. Because the Tron decks and st- well, well, no, Cl- they're not going to play out. Cl- Cl- uh, Crank Clan Ironworks just oh, got banned right, right. for being kind of that effect. And do you want it once again, that happened after Wizards right, made right, the right. set. So like they could have put um, Friction Altar in this set and been like,
2: yeah, it'll be fine. And then... KCI's rise was not foreseen. Right. Gotcha. Um,
3: but KCI was doing really well before then. I think I think that both the altars are unlikely.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. So number 10, we cheated a little bit here. This was another one you suggested, Kessler, a good one. It Very is the one. confluence cycle. Mm-hmm. We're not going to read all five of them, but every monocolor has a, cy- a cycle that is a... Well, they're not all instants either. Some of them are sorceries. Um, They have three effects, Mm -hmm. and you can choose to do any number of those effects up to three times. So you can say Mystic Confluence is the one that I play the most. Is the best one, yeah. uh, But I think the red one might be the best one in modern. Blue
3: and red are the ones I... Blue, red are the most excited, then probably white, then black. Green is the bad one.
2: So, for example, Mystic Confluence is three blue-blue for an instant, and it has three modes. One is target player plays... Th- or sorry, counter target spell unless the player plays three more, mm-hmm. bounce a creature mm-hmm. or draw a card.
3: Is it creature or permanent? Uh,
2: it's creature. Okay. And so you can either you can also bounce three creatures because you get to choose three modes, but you can change choose the same so one twice. Or times, you can say, yeah. hey, pay six more for that because you have a bunch of open mana, and I'll draw a card. Mm-hmm. Or you can pay say, I'm it, just going to draw three cards. Yeah. You know, or some combination thereof. Incredible
3: I, flexibility, both yeah. spells. I mean, Crypto Command is one of the best cards in Modern's history, and this is that card plus one mana, but plus a lot of power levels. So I think it's fine. I think all of these cards, I think these cards really? are like more locks than anything else that we've talked about.
2: Oh, yeah, well, really? No uh, way. Firely Con- Confluence is the one that sees the most play in Legacy, right? I remember the price of it was very high because yeah. of Legacy. Because yeah.
3: it just does a lot. Yeah. Um, it wipes right. the board. It, it'd be really good in Modern. Like,
2: That's the one they would take the hardest look at, I think.
3: Yeah. Well, I, from a power level perspective, it's fine because it's just a good red five mana board wipe or four mana board wipe, which mm. is like fine fine uh dealing three damage to all creatures for five mana is like f- or it's four damage Four. I four, four damage yeah.
2: four mana. right two red, red? yes two red red yeah. two
3: red red does one damage to each creature two, two damage, damage to each, to each player. player or uh draw card discard draw a card.
2: jimmy's looking it up right now everybody nobody uses the third thing
4: i know we never do uh, so the th- it's one damage to each creature, or oh. two damage to each opponent, or destroy a target artifact. Which is oh, relevant. that's what it is. I that's that's like, actually really relevant.
2: Like, right? why I've never seen anybody do that with it. They always just go damage to each creature. Yeah, down. well, you're killing lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Time, yeah. So. I would. I've seen people use the destroy artifact over destroy target player. It seems like I should have because it's commander. but yeah. I feel yeah. like they always use as board. Like anyway, two damage to
3: everything destroy that soul ring. Yeah, happy about right. that. Again, you
2: get to choose three times, so right.
5: that
4: that's I, 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 that. That would make me think that these are too powerful because, like, Cryptic Command already being like one of the most powerful and best cards in the format, this just adds a whole nother layer of cards that are like, well, now you can even be more flexible with these cards.
3: Five mana is a lot of mana. Holding like, there's like mana drain exists at five mana and has never seen play in Modern. So like. Yeah, spell
2: swindle exists too. Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, this is it's better because you can draw cards that yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. do like, anything. It, and right. There, a lot more creatures versatile. is relevant. I think you'd see play, but I think you'd
3: see like one of's in decks. I don't think you'd see a deck with like four cryptic <laughs> commands and four this, and the other three are just like medium and would be cool if they saw play. And like, I would, I would think these are all five fine to play.
2: I see. I don't think there's any way they do force of will and mystic confluence. I think the same we're getting set, two counter spells,
3: but two, two counterspells. five mana
2: counter spells. Well, the five, four spells yeah. not a five. I know, but I'm spell. just saying. I don't think they're gonna <laughs> um, do both of them in the. I would think they would do just do regular counterspell.
3: Yeah, that's what everyone's talking about. The problem with regular counterspell versus other counterspells is it's just the best, right? At, at what it does. So, like, where man right. becomes bad, Like all these other ones that are played become no longer an option. And wizards doesn't like doing that. They don't want mm-hmm. like, and it's not that much better than the delve counterspell because like, even Force of
2: Will, if you well, want to be not. better, you have to discard or yeah. exile a card like, from your hand. Like, there is a cost of Force of yeah.
3: Will that is not necessarily better than Remand, right? Or not necessarily better than not Cryptic strictly, better, not but strictly better. But Counter yeah. spell is just strictly better than Remand, right? right. Yeah, or it's, it's strictly better than what's uh, logic not yeah. is what I'm thinking of, like Cancel. Can, well, Cancel that. for yeah, sure. it's, yeah. well, it's, mana, it's yeah. literally strictly better than Cancel. Yeah, yeah. I guess fine. It's not literally that. Yeah. It, you, yeah, yeah. Spell snare exists. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. We get it. Um,
3: <laughs> so, I'm a daisy. Regardless. So you
2: think it could be possible force of will and Mystic Confluence in I, the same set.
3: Yeah. I mean, my okay. bets are really on Flusterstorm and oh, fluster storm and fluster storm is like, let's hit on storm. The, the yeah. card. And there's no way else to get into modern because they're never going to print storm in standard. And so this is like their one chance to do that. Right. Um, they could print it in a supplementary product.
2: Oh, it wouldn't put, put into modern. You're right. Right. right, right, right. Yeah. right. Um, they have printed it in supplementary. They, could, they <laughs> could print it into standard. What's it going to do in standard? The word storm is not allowed to show uh, up in standard. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That's an actual rule?
3: It's the storm scale is named after. So the storm I know s- the
4: storm scale. Yeah, Mark's
3: storm so scale. So Mark Rosewater created the storm scale, which is a list of one to Stuff 10. We're not if it do has again. a 10, it can no longer be printed into standard ever. Uh, and it's named after the mechanic storm, gotcha. which is a perfect 10. <laughs> um, there's right. not a rule. Because I think Madness was like a seven for a long time and then it was reprinted in in the set. So like it could happen. I just
2: would be. It's unlikely. It'd be. Okay. I got one. Wait, I got one more question here. I have one more card. I'm just going to add it. I'm going to audible it. Ooh, let's do it. Could they reprint Vidalcan Orrery? <laughs> yeah. It's in modern. You could just So the answer is no, actually. They can't. It was a trick question and Zero, you failed, failed. Alex. Oh.
3: <laughs> but they can reprint a new one. Hey, <laughs> a, a red ley line that gives everything flash. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. What are the <laughs> what are the
4: chances of a uh, hill hill ogre being reprinted? I have no idea. What about giant spider?
3: Absolutely not. I know that one. I don't know the last time Hologram well, was saying, printed. i saying, yeah,
4: exactly. Hologram.
3: I mean, it's been so Giant long. Giant Spider gets printed all the time. The well, Giant oh, Spider was in like all the M sets.
4: Oh, that's right. That's right. It, it's it like broke still... the record for
3: longest number yeah. of print. I think. What Giant about Throne TV? of Bone? What's the chance that that can come <laughs> back in Modern yeah. Rises? That name's great. <laughs> I know.
4: It was one of the cards we always talked about as kids.
3: We play. I keep <laughs> playing Apex and there's Bone or Skull Town. I keep calling it Bone City. And... Bone City.
4: <laughs> all right. Well, we actually have something else that we want to talk about today on the podcast because you are our local modern aficionado. Uh, Ben Bateman is somewhere on the other side of the city. Uh, We wanted to talk about something that's actually very exciting, I think, for competitive magic, and it may have an effect on commander players as well, and that is the London Mulligan. It's a brand-new Mulligan rule that's being tested out for the Mythic Championship 2 in London. The first Mythic Championship will be at PAX East, and it will be Have Happened. That's the Mythic Invitational. Mythic oh, Invitational, the Invitational
2: this weekend. The Mythic Championship is the one Autumn Burchett won like Too a couple weeks ago. Too many Mythic things. Mythic, yeah, the mythic is Championship <laughs> 2 is April 26th <laughs> to the 28th, and that will be for War of the Spark. But yes. it's going to be a modern tournament. So War of the Spark... Limited will be played at that Mythic Championship, but Modern will be the constructed format for it, and they're testing out this new London Mulligan. And no Let me just explain is, yeah. it really quick yeah. before we get into it. So if you don't know, the London Mulligan rule will be... Here's the ruling. When you Mulligan for the nth time, the letter N, you draw seven cards, then put N cards on the bottom of your library in any order. So for example, let's say you're taking a second Mulligan of a game, what well, we would often call a Mulligan to five. This is in 1v1. You'll draw seven cards, select two, and place those two on the bottom of your library in any order, and then you will decide whether to keep or mulligan again. So, if you go down to four, you'd still draw seven, choose three cards, put, that, put three on the bottom, and then decide whether to keep the four. So, basically, you're keeping the best cards out of seven. But you're mulligan, you're ending up with the same amount of cards The from specificity of
3: the moment you mulligan is like almost exclusively exists for Serum Powder. Yeah, yeah. So like the way they explained it on yeah. whatever stream they announced it on was you mulligan. So say you mulligan five times, you draw seven cards, and then you put two of those cards into your deck, and then that's the mulligan. Yeah. But there's a shuffle effect timing thing that happens after because of Serum Powder. Serum, serum Powder. powder.
2: Which is More an obscure text. card yeah, that obscure. that um, yeah affects Mulligans basically. basically. Basically, you
3: get a free Mulligan yeah. if it's in your o- Mulliganed hand. Yeah, you can exile it. <clears throat> Otherwise, again. it's a
2: three-man artifact that
3: taps for one. one man, yeah, um, so, so really this is bad Soul Ring. Yeah,
2: this is being tested <laughs> out. All right, um, it's not something necessarily they're going to adopt. We went to the Vancouver Mulligan uh, just recently, actually, and it's mm-hmm. going to happen at this tournament. But there's no guarantee that that's going to be like the rule from now on, right? They're going to try it out. So right. there's a couple of questions here, Kessler. One is. They're going to test test out for London. What do you think about the rule? How is it going to affect...
3: Well, first off, I think that, and this is no offense to the people of Vancouver, way better name. Yeah. Okay. Sure. London is a...
2: a, Like, yeah. You just like London better than Vancouver, so it's a better name? Yeah. Wow. That's... Jimmy grew up really close to Vancouver. Yeah. It's cool, though. (laughs) But you
4: didn't grow up in Vancouver. But I went there pretty much every year. It's cool. Yeah, it was cool. The loading right?
2: ready run people all got really mad at you. Just cooler, FYI, they're Victoria. Than the time I know. I went to London. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. from
3: Victoria. Victoria Mondland, also a better name. <laughs> all right, we digress. Uh, all right, so um, I think it's very powerful. I think they're like Wizards is very smart on testing this at a modern. Like they know that the place that this like, could be the most broken, m- most broken. That's high profile is. Modern, because like legacy, they've kind of given up on. No offense to legacy players, I love legacy. It's dying. Vintage is obviously only a basically a moto. They're not format. making
2: any decisions based on those two formats. Yeah, right. They're not considering making considering. No yeah.
3: one can
4: play them without a uh, gigantic entry fee.
3: Right, and so modern is that one that it is though, and it pro tour is the best place to test it. You have the bet, or sorry, the Mythic Championship is the best place to test it. You have the best right. players in the in the world trying to do it. Kind of the reason they stopped for a second doing modern pro tours um, was because it would break the format too quickly. Pros would figure it out right, so quickly right. that they couldn't do it. So this is the perfect time to test it. Um, there's I talk see. about wanting the ban cards before this and because Faithless Looting is really good, Angels are, uh, uh, Phoenix decks are really good. And with that in mind, this is a test. You don't ruin your control before you do an experiment. So you don't think they're gonna ban anything? They're not gonna ban anything before this. Okay, uh, But then, <clears throat> how is it good? I think way more games happen. Uh,
2: I think I mean, that's that, the argument in favor of it, right? Is that there's way less games where basically when LSV was in the uh, finals of what right. was it, Pro Tour or whatever, and he multiple four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just auto-lose in the finals, the deciding right. game. And it was just like really... We can never have this happen again. It just sucked the wind out of the sails for anybody watching it because it didn't yeah. matter. It, play skill didn't play mm-hmm. into the deciding game. And so they want play skill to matter more or at least seem to matter more. Right. Yeah. And I think
3: I think there's there's things that would change with the Mulligan Rule as, as currently written. For instance... And Commander is different even. So like to be honest, I don't think you should shuffle every time in Commander. I think you should put those cards to the side. You
4: and can right it. now. Yeah, you have the option to, yeah. if you don't like your opening hand, to just put it down and draw right off Just the for speed, and then really. So, and then shuffle afterwards. So, or and you then, can shuffle if you want. I,
3: yeah. I would adopt that to this as well. I think that is important because shuffling 100 cards takes a lot more time, especially right. when it's double-sleeved or triple-sleeved or whatever you want to go in that direction. Right. Um, but for Modern... I talked about earlier that, you know, the format itself has the problem of how do I sideboard for all of these different strategies that are coming at me from different angles? And this does help solve that problem. I now can get to specific sideboard cards a lot more efficiently than I used to be able to. So I can, instead of spending four slots on Stony Silence, can spend two slots. And that gives me. Because of the London Mulligan. Because of the
2: London Mulligan. I have a better chance to find that sideboard right. card. if Because when I do Mulligan, I'll be able to choose, pick and choose my hand. Is it that big of a difference from four to two? like that's, yeah. you know, that nuts. seems it's significant
3: uh, it depends on the card yeah. and, and and i think the, a lot of people most people don't play four of a single cyborg card right. and that's kind of the problem is like right. you're already like i need four but i'm only going to play three because i really want to sneak in this one random card because i want to be able to take on death shadow randomly who's a really bad matchup for me even though i'm probably going to lose like there's like yeah right 15 cards is tight i mean p uh but, Palo Vito Damadorosa has argued multiple times that we should go up to twenty cards as a sideboard just option.
2: To, so you have more bullets. So you have more, more decks. bullets. Yeah, and
3: and so like this is an option. There, it, it has a very weird meta game of like sideboarding against your sideboard against my sideboard versus your sideboard more than it ever has. Where like if I'm a dredge player, I now know the chances that my opponent has Leyland of the Void. So dredge is a deck that plays out of your graveyard yeah. for people that don't know yeah. that if
2: they have leyline the void you just lose
3: you just lose well you don't just lose they yeah. like have ways yeah. of getting around it but now I'm like okay they're gonna have leyline of the void which means I need to make sure I get to my naturalize effect and as long as I get there I can beat their leyline of void but now as the leyline of the void player I need to make sure I have two leylands of the so void I gotta
2: play three naturalize yeah. then oh, well, I'll yeah. play four right. so lines. there's like
3: a weird moment there that I think actually is kind of fun or at least will be fun the first ten times I do it and I'm worried <laughs> that it won't be but. Um, there's a lot of strategy there, and does give like good players better strengths. Um, does it I help
2: think... combo decks
3: too yeah. much? Yeah,
4: but the, uh, so if you guys don't know, the reason that this has been and Frank Carson wrote a whole article about, it, which is like you know Tron decks, decks that want to get certain cards in their hand, they can aggress, they can mulligan more aggressively, and be like, cool, I can now that I can pick and choose the best five, six cards out of the seven, you have a much higher chance of mulliganing into a good hand.
3: The yes. God hand, it does I guess. help them, but the 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 metagame of sideboard cards also is worse for them. Now Tron has a higher chance of running into Stony Silence or running into Land Destruction, um, and so
2: and if they aggressively mulliganed to find it, they're going to have less cards in hand. Correct. So well, it could I like, just be. A, I'm
3: really excited mm-hmm. to be the Thoughtseize player against the player who's playing combo on the on so the those draw the four and you from like, the four, like I have my perfect pieces and like thoughtsies and then they lose. And you're like, <laughs>
2: well, I have up four cards on you and you have, yeah, nothing else going on. So like there's, it does help combo, so, but it helps the ability
3: to fight. combo, bit. Right. And, and especially if we go a month later and modern horizons comes out and we get force of so will like that, I think is a really good kind of double punch of yes, combos get better, but control decks have a better way to fight them. And right. And so I think and that, so
2: the combo player might be like, I would like to go search for the perfect hand, but that actually won't cause me to lose more likely than... In game two against the a seven. player? Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: So, like, I think there's, there's a lot of play and skill testing that gets involved with this kind of mulligan rule, which has... You have to really to know your opponent. Yeah, then. yeah. Yeah, and their decks. Um, but then... It makes it so there's less games where like, I mauled the five, but now I lose. And
2: I think that- I just didn't never hit my second land drop and it's over. Or yeah. Or and yeah, instead they
4: could have looked at their hand and be like, great, I need to keep these three lands because I was able to draw seven and see seven cards instead of just whatever the top five were.
3: And so I, I, I'm really in favor of it. I think it's better for Magic in general. Uh, and Modern has the tools to deal with it. And every time you go through through the thought exercise, you get to the point of like, yes, combo decks get better, but so do the decks trying to fight them. And so do- Agra So maybe it decks. evens and, out at least? Yeah, Like the deck that gets worse is Burn. Like, decks that need just, doesn't matter how many cards I have, I just need so the most redundant. of them. Storm yeah. gets worse, because Storm's a combo deck, but Storm's a combo deck that really just needs all of the cards uh, in uh, its yeah, deck they, available. Yeah. So, like, those decks get, wor- get, get worse. Cards that are interesting that get better are ones that don't want cards in their hand. So, decks playing Bridge from Below. Uh, and the Commander, this is true, too. But like, I, I'm really excited, because I am a Commander player that plays from below in fact when i've been on game nights i had multiple of my favorite decks that i couldn't play because they don't attack <laughs> um and so this is better for those decks i no longer need a hand size i have a mouthful deck that was built to never have hand mm-hmm. cards um right. and so in, on your guys's but end but you I can
2: always th- just mulligan into oblivion true but now i get to like mulligan down to three cards and make that sure that are I have really lands. good yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. like i don't want no that's cards. true because <laughs> in, in the current rule if you're at five and you mulligan down to four what if you just have no lands in that mm-hmm. hand? Right. So that's that leads us to the next point, which is we're talking about this all because likely, and I want to preface this by saying, yes, I'm on the con- commander advisory group, but I this is not coming from that, right? We haven't talked mm-hmm. about or made any decisions about what will happen with London Mulligan because nobody knows what's going to happen, so it's not a lot of point for us to worry it's about it yet. It's far out. So us, that's, yeah. this is not reflective of any of those that group's thoughts or anything that's happened there, okay? So don't read too much into this. But likely, I would say... As my just normal person self, um, if London Mulligan became the default Mulligan rule for the rest of Magic, which if it works in Modern, they're going to adopt it for Limited and Standard, mm-hmm. almost for sure.
3: And Legacy and 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 Vintage are weird, and they might not even adopt it for
2: that. Then, but they won't care. Right. But that I think we're then we're in a state where, like, in general. The Rules Committee has shown the desire to keep their rules as close as they can to Mm -hmm. the rest of Magic. We Mm -hmm. went to the Vancouver Mulligan. So I think it would be very likely that if the the Modern, Limited, and Standard all went to London Mulligan, presumably Popper and everything else would too, that Commander would follow suit. Mm -hmm. And so the question then becomes, is that a good thing? I think it's fine. Partial Paris was the real offender. Even then, partial Paris was fine. And this is
4: bad. It, like I, not even close to as good as partial Paris. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. That that was the real offender. What this is doing, I think, just makes the feel bads less. Mm-hmm. And I think in the format that's diverse as Commander, I don't think it's going to like modern. Like everyone's poised to like hit each other in specific ways. Maybe CEDH will see a big boost out of this because there's maybe there's less interaction mm-hmm. between decks. Where modern, whereas there's a lot of like point and counterpoint with modern CEDH may, might just be like, how do I blast out and turn
2: three and win faster than everyone else? Mm-hmm. So. But, I mean, I think CDH would fall under, and I could be wrong. Sorry, competitive players. Um, the same thing as modern, right? Where, like, a combo deck might get better, but also your opponents are more likely to be able to mull into just having an answer. And they can see your commander in your command zone. Right. So, And competitive right. players mostly know what all those decks are doing.
3: Right. That, the, the nice thing is you know what you're playing against. Yeah. I've played, so we, me and Ben play a format called Highlander Roulette right. that's comparable to competi- uh, competitive uh-huh. EDH. It's a 100-card singleton format.
2: It's like th- uh, it's like Canadian Highlander a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah little they bit. usually yeah. have
3: six decks. Uh, yeah. it, the closest is actually like a competitive cube is right. actually what we've realized it's kind of close to. But um, it is... Very, very strong decks. Very, very strong decks and very linear. And you're trying to attack a person and like Tinker, Blight, is the main thing you're doing in the format. And um, kind of what we've discovered is there's not as many sideboard cards once you get to 100 card singleton as there are in... 60 card decks and so it might be a little bit more difficult Um, I think I think they do what Legacy does like I think they're comparable to Legacy it's a similarly sized audience and if Legacy decides to go to the seven card size thing they do it if Legacy and Vintage decide to dug their hill is in and keep on the Paris Mulligan or the uh, Vancouver Mulligan then I think they switch and I think that's that's,
2: do you think who switches? I think
3: they stay with whatever Legacy and Vintage is doing you think who does? commend competitive EDH
2: You think they split off then from the regular commander rules?
3: I think they split off from the... I think they do whatever Legacy does. If I'm controlling them, which I don't, they might just do whatever. They don't have a controlling don't. body. Oh,
2: then they do what Commander does. It's hard for them to they sorry, do I mean, something. I, I don't could, know much about yeah, they. they. I mean, yeah. they can form one. At the moment, they follow the regular ban list and the rules committee and everything else. I don't think they're a large enough group to split off, so they're having trouble doing it. Isn't there a separate ban list? That For 1v1, 1v1 you're talking oh, about French, oh, commander. Oh, French, you're French commander. commander. You're talking about yeah, dual oh, oh, Commander. Oh, We're talking about competitive multiplayer <laughs> Commander. Yeah. Got
3: it. Competitive multiplayer Commander will stay with whatever okay. yeah french okay. commander yeah. 1v1 might stay with wherever legacy is at. i don't yeah cool
2: I, I could see that actually <laughs> because they ban they ban they have a different totally, it's closer yeah, to yeah. legacy yeah. than it is too um, yeah.
3: but i do think that in general this is really good i know i played at gpla with ship and bot and a bunch of other people played with the the new London. rule uh-huh. and oh. it just was great
2: I we like, did it a couple times at gpla just to try it i was like yeah. hey do you guys want to try it and honestly at gps all the time i'm like don't go down to five, just go to just go yeah, to just seven, go right, right, seven right. Like. Yeah. Like, how often are we all playing together? Like, I just want people to play Magic. So if that's our attitude, of course, any mulligan's going to be fine. Right. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> and, and But when we stuck people, when we played that mulligan, there were times where people had to go down to five, and they stuck to it, and it was way better than yeah, before when they went down to five and they just lost.
2: At least you probably play some Magic. Like, right. you're definitely disadvantaged, but you probably have enough lands to, like, maybe get to your commander or something. But if you mold a five in the old rule, a lot of times you're like, I just don't have a land and that's just it
3: now in commander. I think I've won more games that I've mulled to five than I've stayed at like, are that like, modern seven or be, or modern. that modern because yeah. like,
2: yeah. Cause you can sit there and nobody's going to kill you sometimes. Well, well, there's like the old joke of like, do I
3: not play my second land in commander? Just because then like people like, like look like I'm weak and then people are like, Oh, I don't want to mess with Alex. He was
2: mana flooded for three turns. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> like, ha ah, <laughs> I'm just a Doomsday my
3: deck. storm.
2: Oh gosh. <laughs> Okay, well, very know, interesting. Uh, to <laughs> the <laughs> listeners, we got a couple of questions. One is what do you think of the London Mulligan Rule? Are you in favor of it? Do you think it'll make a big difference? No difference at all? Maybe a difference? Have is, you tried
3: it out? Yeah. Is it a better name than Vancouver? Is it? A, I'm starting a war between London now, and Canada, guys. Why is
2: it is the it three-syllable name that you don't like,
4: Vancouver?
3: <laughs> yeah, less syllable. The Couve. You can just it? call it the Couve. Yeah, yeah. Like also like the like Couve Mulligan? Mulligan. That's actually
2: <laughs> Vancouver, Washington's the Couve. Uh, okay. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest as well. Got it. The second yeah. to the listener's question hey, is: I'm all about the West Coast. <laughs> uh, what reprints are you most hoping for in Modern Horizons that we didn't talk about? Are there any that you think should have been on the list yeah. that you think you know have a good chance of being reprinted? We'd love to see in the comments, people listen out there. I'm want to be reprinted. reprinted. Cast
3: Descendant Mage. Yeah. <laughs> I want fetchlands.
2: And if you well, are really worried <laughs> that Force of Will is going to be reprinted and therefore a rise in price because the demand will suddenly spike, then you can go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone right now. Use that affiliate link to order Force of Will, any of the cards in our list that might go up or any other cards that like you think might be affected by these cards being reprinted or you know just whatever card you're building a deck around at the moment it doesn't have to have to do anything with this episode you're gonna buy magic cards anyway just use the affiliate link when you do you're supporting all of our content. what's
3: the phoenix not the it's a it's a it's a sphinx that you can play from exile that's blue uh
2: the one that goes in the tazri decks and the the food chain decks yeah i uh, forget missborn phoenix something yeah something along those lines and there's also the tornado elemental isn't a falcon or something Anyway. Whatever,
3: both of those pitch the Forceful we'll Exile. It now you got to play it. Oh, boom! Bam! Boom. Modern legal, and that's like something that might be okay in modern. Um, yeah,
2: okay,
4: I can't find it. All right, another way to support the show <laughs> while you are at a card kingdom or your local game store is Ultra Pro products. They adorn our playmats, they adorn our battlefields. Every single time we go out there and raise the flag and try to win some games with any mulligan roll whatsoever, Ultra Pro will be there for you. Mm-hmm. So make sure you buy some a product while you guys are out there. All right, let's move on to the end step now, Alex, where we talk about something cool outside the world of magic. Of course, this usually goes to the special guest spot. But... So what do you got for us? Oh, oh, uh, right. We
3: chose Umbrella Academy.
2: Uh, something you two Alex, watched, Alex, I have we're not. like, hey, Alex, you got to think of an end step. He's like, I could do one of these 27 things. We <laughs> got to <laughs> choose one.
3: Well, a, like one was Apex. You guys did it already. Another yeah. one was like math, which is I've been watching Black Hover, and it's just goth fairy tale okay, and so mediocre. this is well, the
2: door opening exactly for him to well, talk about yeah. all 27. <laughs> Umbrella Academy.
3: Uh, Umbrella Academy, which is a Netflix show that came out, I think, three weeks ago and is about, uh, it's kind of like X-Men. It was written, it's based on the comic by the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Right, very um, interesting. And uh, it's cool. It's a bunch of kids that like- Are, are superheroes. Are superheroes, but they're like semi-dysfunctional and their dad's super abusive and then it like flashes forward to them being adults and they're all like, miserable and then them trying to figure out how to get along with each other and recur to the superheroes and then the world's While ending also
2: saving the world yeah, yeah The inevitably
3: world is, Uh the one of the characters is definitely the best character which is the younger brother well the there's a brother they're all the klaus. same age klaus no oh the five, 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 five. so he has the klaus ability to is, teleport and I he accidentally not seen the show but this sounds awesome he teleports into the future and then gets stuck there and then lives for 30 years ish in oh, the future by for... himself post and then the gets apocalypse. back And then gets back, but then he's a kid again.
2: So he's like a fifty-year-old man stuck in a twelve-year-old's body, body, and he has
3: teleport powers. So it's like the best use of teleporting since Nightcrawler Mm -hmm. in X Two. And so, like, he like fights an entire diner of uh, mercenaries and like kills them all with a butter knife, and it's like dope. Um, Okay, I'm super. I'm watching the show now. Uh, It does have the Netflix problem of like the middle two episodes could go
2: away. It's a little too long. Yeah. I yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. I really
3: like the ending. I liked when they all started actually doing stuff and there's just like a little bit and there's a bunch of cool stuff in the middle and there's cool time travel cops. Good action? Great action. That's, that's like one I, of the that's things that's that has I was like. going for it. All right, um, cool. And then yeah. Also reading the Stormlight archive. Oh. That in there. <laughs> I'm also rereading
2: it because the new one's on its way. And well, so... uh, like did the outline. Yeah. So yeah. well, he's prolific and he... and he writes pretty fast. So it's yeah, on yeah, the way. yeah. He's yeah, really he's good. Really. Yeah.
3: Um, he also did the most recent magic story and mm-hmm. uh, one of the. We're talking
2: markers. about Brandon Sanderson, who we've talked about on the show before. Okay. Um, yeah, cool guy. Also great. a big time magic player. Yeah,
4: I'd love to play magic with him sometime. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's a great end uh, step. Thanks, guys. I'm definitely gonna check on Umbrella Academy now. I would be amiss to say that we have a, we don't have a sister podcast, but we do have a sister podcast. And Alex Kessler, you are one of the hosts alongside Ben Bateman. What yeah. is your podcast? Oh, yeah,
2: I usually do this part, but yes, you're here. Yeah, like, pitch your podcast, I'm a to everybody. Podcast yeah, finally, uh, we're gonna relax, so, sip on the drink. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the big news, big news that's <laughs>
3: happened recently is we now have a YouTube channel. So we've been like bad at being on YouTube for so long because.
2: <laughs>
4: This is not a good start, Alex. We have been bad at blank.
2: No, no. What's well, no, no, no. of the magical I don't know. It's a great start. I'm just resting my vocal cards. We are, we
3: are the competitive magic version of this podcast. We talk about modern specifically, which is why they brought me onto the modern podcast. Sure. We are uh, at company with these guys. Um, and the new big news is that we have a YouTube channel. We're now releasing videos. We've, we now have cards in the videos. We now edit and produce them. We have a producer that's helping us. So it's really exciting. We're growing really, really quickly because we previously just weren't posting things on YouTube because we didn't have the. Time. Um, and now, because of our Patreon and the people like you, we are able to pay for a producer that's helping us grow what and making it really strong. It is uh, youtube.com/slash the MMCast. Sweet. Um,
2: we always just tell them to type in Masters of Modern yeah and just, just type in Ma- Plan, yeah
3: though. a lot easier Masters of Modern um, and yeah we do great times all the time how are things going over to Kesco anything else you want to plug yeah uh, we did a Kickstarter it was Battle Bosses uh, the the you guys a lot of you guys backed it um, and there's a backer kit out there so if you haven't filled in like all the details you want from it it makes it hard for us to make it so please do that uh, yes. we also have uh, Kes is just releasing a bunch of toys if you go to Walmart or a Target or a Party City where there's a bunch of like really shiny hula hoops that's us we uh, achieve becoming the largest manufacturer of hula hoops in the world this no year no way uh, which is really cool didn't like your
2: great-grandfather or something yes that my hula great-grandfather was the,
3: uh, had the patent on the hula hoop was the original manufacturer during original the original like, patent on the hula hoop in 1956 to 8 period that's pretty cool and then he uh
2: So you're, I mean, you're just keeping up the family legacy. Yeah, I'm the
3: third generation of Kessler to make a hula hoop. My dad uh, had a company called Maui Toys. They did the wave hoop. If you ever bought a shiny hula hoop with water in it, Mm -hmm. that was them. I was in the commercials when I was in middle school and it was embarrassing. Uh, Now I make them. (laughs) And drop dots. (laughs) And drop dot balls, which are cool balls. Uh, We also have a really cool thing coming out that I can't talk about yet in May. Uh, that is using drop dots, but I can't talk about it yet. Cool. So, uh, But you guys will have one. I'll give one to you to show to people. All right, in, sweet. In like April, May.
4: Well, Hula Hoop King, Alex Kessler, thank you for gracing us with your presence and talking about Modern Horizons with us. Yep. You know, we would be lost if we tried to actually engage about what is likely to be in modern in fact i think our first reprint list i put mana crypt on there so obviously i have no idea what the, i'm doing like the first list you, you guys had, it. top yeah, it's
3: true. strip mine and mana crypt and the two of those cards i was like well that one's legal but banned <laughs> <laughs> top, yeah, yeah, yeah. and strip mines banned yeah. everywhere we
2: don't, we don't know what's in modern thanks for uh, thanks those. for keeping us straight um our episodes are. Do we already do this part? No. No. Our editor for the episode is Ashlyn Rose, Rose? and maybe Josh Murphy. Murph. We're not sure. We're in a transitionary period where a lot of people are getting their hands on the podcast. So yeah. one of those two, or maybe both of them, and also special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer, who does all our animations that begin and end the show. In fact, he does the living cards uh, at Living Cards MTG and, aren't real? and and <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, Cabal it's, it's Stronghold out. behind us, and, all, and most of the things you see in the window behind us are done by Jeffrey. So. You can follow him but at I Living I don't Carbs cabal coffers. I thought you actually got out a great view. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not a really a great view, honestly. Yeah, that's not like, good if you seeing all. that out your window, probably something bad's happening. Yeah. Also, we have great it sound like the. It looks like the orcs from World of Warcraft are going to bust out of that thing in yeah. any second. That's, yep, you're not wrong.
4: <laughs> and like these windows, apparently, no sound can get through them because I think you'd just be hearing a.
2: <laughs> the whole set would be like shaking.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. And we will see you next time. Thanks for having
3: me, guys. Peace. Bye.
1: Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com. Or ask us on Twitter at J.F. Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator.
5: Greetings, humans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.